0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. We were talking yesterday about the attack in a suburb of Paris, a terrorist, a Muslim terrorist attack, a teacher executed by a Muslim, a Chechen immigrant that was welcomed into France as a refugee, but he came with his faith of Islam and the loyalty to the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad and was incensed by the act of a non-believer not holding the Prophet Muhammad with regard, and shared with his students these uh, pictures, these cartoons that were recently printed on the third anniversary by Charlie Hebdo of the attack on that uh, publication there in France uh, for them publishing cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. Well, there's a big uprising of this right now in France again, because the trial of that murder is going on right now, and Charlie Hebdo reprinted these cartoons again. I'll tell you more about these cartoons, these the original cartoons that were printed about five years ago. There's a lot about that story that we here in the West have not been told, and you need to be better informed about it because it wasn't as salacious as you would maybe imagine So we had this murder in in France, and it reminds me here, we're not allowed to speak out against Islam. That is part of the Islamic way. Those who insult Islam will be beheaded, will, will die. Voltaire said this back in the 1700s, To learn who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticize. Now think about that. If you're not allowed to criticize certain people, then you know they rule over you. Author Kevin Strom said this, to determine the true rulers of any society, all you must do is ask yourself this question, who is it that I am not permitted to criticize? And Islam wishes to rule over you, and we Christians are afraid to speak out against Islam. Now, I'm not suggesting by any means, in fact, I oppose anyone who speaks violently or just rudely or, you know, the Bible says, give no offense that the ministry be not uh, profane. We as Christians are not to go out to willfully to cause offense, although some things that we say will be offensive. As Christians, we're telling people they're lost. They're sinners bound for an eternity in hell. That's offensive. But we don't tell people that in an offensive way. We speak that as truth with love and compassion to compel them to find God's rescue plan for them. They're in trouble with God, but God has a rescue plan for them. We tell them the bad news so that they might understand the good news, the gospel. And so we're not to go out to be offensive. But I'm here to tell you, that if we submit and uh, keep our tongue and don't speak out against evil that is coming into our community, then we are giving in to the bully. And that's what the bully wants. Don't, uh, d- don't uh, resist me. Don't push back at me. Don't speak back to me. You just let me you know, step over you with my boots. And we must speak out against that. And so we're trying to inform you of the true nature of the teachings of Islam. So let me give you a history lesson. In fact, actually, this date, October the 20th, is an anniversary of an important event that occurred back in the year 732. It was called the Battle of Tours. Now, that's its popular name. The battle was actually fought in a city next to it. The Battle of Poitiers. Now, I make a big issue about that because that's where my wife's family is from. My wife is French and in her background there, her family still lives in Poitiers. I've been to this battlefield on a number of occasions. And this was a turning point in the Islamic aggression during the Umayyad Caliphate. They had expanded their holdings all through North Africa, moved into Spain. This is a 100 years after Muhammad's death. He died in 632, and the year is now 732. They expanded all the way from Persia, all the way west, into Spain, and marched their armies towards Paris. And they came to Tours and planned to loot, and they were doing a tremendous amount of looting. And this was one of their downfalls of why they were defeated there is because they were carrying so many of the spoils of the war and the conquest that they had been making, and it had laden them down. Their general, Abid Rahmani, made some serious mistakes in this battle. Very skilled uh, military tactician, but he came up against his equal. Charles Martel, Charles the Hammer. And as this war took place there in the year 732, Charles Martel for Christianity defeated the Muslim army that we'd never been able to defeat before. And they were pushed back. Now, this was a very significant event in world history. Had Charles Martel failed, who knows what would have happened through the course of Europe and probably the death of Christianity and the many things that you and I know, uh, you know, the 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 split of the Roman Catholic Church and the Protestant uh, uh, faith and uh, James I and the King James Bible and, and all these different, things that is a great part of our modern history, would never have have occurred. So the Muslims were pushed back on this date in the year 732. There's another occasion that they tried to come into Europe, but before I set the stage for that, there was another event, very significant. And the date was May 29, 1453. The Muslim Empire had moved from the Umayyad to the Abbasid uh, uh, Khalifa, Then a number of minor different Caliphs. Uh, they had divided from the, you know, the main faith. And then you had the beginning of the Shia uh, Muslims, the Shiites, and they had their Caliphs, and the Sunnis had theirs. And that came to an end with the combination of what we called the Ottoman Empire, the Turks. And uh, the Turkish, the Ottomans, took over Islam and ruled not only in their area, but also all of the Arab world. And they started moving their territory to the west, and they conquered Constantinople famous Christian city. This was the seat of Christianity in the East. This is where the the Catholics, they had their split, their schism, and you had your Orthodox uh, Christianity that had formed to the East, and their major seat where their Pope sat was in Constantinople, uh, the city of Constantine. And then, of course, of Rome and and, and so on there. And, and now the Muslims have it. They conquered it in 1453. And they continued to push their armies through 200 years of battle with Europe. And then the big battle occurred in Vienna. And this is where the Muslims were stopped and halted once again. And the year was 1683. 1683. And uh, the siege had been taken against Vienna. But that date of that battle where the Muslims were defeated, the Muslims were succeeding as they were conquering more and more into European Christian territory. But at the gates of Vienna, 1683, and the date was September 11, 9-11. And the Muslims lost that battle and they were pushed back, never again, to try to take Europe and the West and Christian nations with the sword. This was their their defeat. And that date of 9-11 has stuck in the crawl of Muslims for about 500 years. And so, this is why, my friends... When we were attacked um, by a terrorist uh, organization, Al-Qaeda, the reason why they attacked us on 9-11 is because that date has great significance in the hearts and minds of the militant Muslim. And they attacked us on the very day that they were defeated back in 1683. You see, Islam has a history, a violent history. It is perhaps the only religion that not only wars against the non-believers, those who do not follow them, but also wars against themselves. I mean, they fight and they keep declaring one another as infidels and then take on the sword of God in jihad in killing one another. Let me tell you how important jihad is to the Muslim. Here's what Muhammad said. And he said in the Hadith, standing for an hour in the ranks of battle is better than standing in prayer for 60 years. Now think about that for a moment. See, Muslims are trying to get the pleasure of Allah by their works, by their deeds. In Islam, one is saved by the pleasure of Allah, they're trying to gain His pleasure. When a Muslim prays, every time when they pray, they pray five times a day. You'll see them; they will look to the left and look to the right at the ends of their prayers. And to the left shoulder is our is a recording angel, and to the right shoulder is a recording angel. One angel is recording their good deeds, and another angel is recording their bad deeds. And so, basically, they kind of say, "Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you score the points?" I just said my prayers. I just did my duty, and therefore mark up uh, the chalk mark for me. Uh, I did my good deed. Those of you who record my bad deed, you noticed that, didn't you too? So, um, and and so to pray for sixty years is is a worthy, mighty accomplishment. Surely Allah would be pleased with that, right? But they say, but Muhammad said standing for just one hour, 60 minutes in the ranks of battle. Performing jihad is worth more than standing in prayer for 60 years. You see, the importance of jihad is is extreme within Islam, and that's why they want to fight. That's why they want to rid the world of evil, and that's why Islam is a serious threat even though it may not look like Muslims are a threat to us. If they're following the faith, the faith they follow, Islam, is an enemy. And we must be cautious about it. That's all the time that we have for today. I pray that you'll join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.